0: Why do you think it's become so contentious to, about the way you pronounce it? It didn't. I mean, it was a hundred years ago. Well, sometimes the media doesn't have anything
1: better to work on. But this is this can get you're talking be, to me. <laughs> this this can get people to drive halfway across the state to talk about it. And I appreciate the opportunity on, to be on KBIA. So far be it from me to belittle the uh, uh, emphasis on or the uh, discussion about Missouri versus Missouri.
0: I know it's funny to do this to you, (laughs) but could you introduce yourself? Yeah. I'm Kit Bond. I'm from Missouri. Well, I guess right out the gate you just said it. How do you pronounce—Senator Bond, how do you pronounce Missouri or Missouri? That's
1: the way I was brought up, and uh, the people around me called it Missouri, and it always seemed more comfortable
0: to me to call it Missouri. Kit Bond, former state auditor, governor, and senator, retired in 2010. He invited me over to his house in St. Louis to settle a myth that's been floating about Missouri history, the mysterious pronunciation poll. And why are there different versions on how to say the state's name? Uh, My wife,
1: Linda, is from Kansas City, and I regret to say she calls it Missouri. So I've I've had to learn to tolerate it. If she'll tolerate my Missouri, I'll tolerate her Missouri. (laughs) Unfortunately, a lot of people come in, and they they, uh, really bust their hump trying to figure out how to pronounce the state in different areas. Hey, don't sweat it, guys. We know people call it both things. And if if you're trying to fake it uh, to convince people uh, that you're truly one of us, that's not going to work. Mitt Romney went down to Springfield. And he got all excited and tied up about what to call it down there. And he said, we'll call it Missouri. He said, but I'm gonna go to Missouri. And you saw, if you look at the uh, results of any time he ran, he didn't do very well in Missouri or even Missouri.
0: I wanna talk about your 1972 uh, gubernatorial race. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people we've spoken with about this topic of the pronunciation of the state point to this election because of a poll that you did with voters or um, with people around the state about the pronunciation
1: I frankly don't recall anything about I have no idea about that I, I uh, maybe uh, maybe somebody else did but as far as I know that was not uh, that was not on our radar cuz I there was no way I could uh, I could go out on a campaign trail and say I'm from Missouri vote for Ma. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think we need to make this clear then, so people understand. A lot of people point to your races in the 70s and 80s as the definitive political strategy to pronounce the state Missouri or Missouri. But in reality...
1: I just it's always been Missouri to me. There was no strategy, no, um, uh, no uh, great thinking coming. You said there was a poll. I never heard of that poll. Somebody may have taken it, but I never saw it. Wouldn't have made any difference. I wasn't, I wasn't gonna call it Missouri either.
0: You just did you.
1: All right, yeah. But well, I tell you, you know, one, of the, one of the great differences I've noticed, people who say Missouri watch Fox News. People who say
0: Missouri watch MSNBC. While the debate may be settled for former Governor Kit Bond, it's not settled for the rest of the state. Even in Missouri, we're more like Mitt Romney than Kit Bond. How did we get here? And why can't Missourians decide the correct way to pronounce the state's name? Welcome to Show Me the State, the program where we explore the strange, misunderstood stories of Missouri's past and try to figure out what really happened. Why did it happen? And how has that shaped the state today? I'm Christopher Houston. You're listening to Show Me the State on KBIA 91.3 FM. Check out our other podcasts, The Obvious Question and The True False Podcast on KBIA.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, back to the show and the Missouri or Missouri story. Before we get to why Missourians can't agree on which pronunciation is correct today, let's talk about why they couldn't agree about it in the past. But first, some housekeeping. I'm going to be saying Missouri throughout the episode because that's how I learned it. Okay, the debate over the pronunciation of Missouri actually dates back to before the Missouri territory had a name. So, French explorers are coming to this area in the late 1700s and they hear what the indigenous people of Illinois call the area we know now as Missouri or Missouri. The French bring this Native American word into the English language, but even they can't agree about the spelling and pronunciation right off the bat. Some explorers add an extra syllable to the beginning, others fight back by adding some syllables at the end. You can see how these three cultural forces, the Native Americans, the French, and the English, and conflicting pronunciations from explorers could result in a battle over what this place means and what to call it. Around this time, there's also a dispute over what Missouri even means. Most people think Missouri means Big Muddy, until 1923, when people discover it actually means the town of large canoes. This meaning is the one that scholars and Missourians currently accept. Finally, in this conflict, there's some agreement. Let's jump forward to the 1890s. By this time, Missourians agree on how the word is spelled and what it means, but it's still pronounced several different ways and everyone seems passionate about their own pronunciation and its connotations. You see, around this time, teachers at two of the three teachers' colleges in the state want to spread the use of Missouri. In their eyes, it's a more elite and educated pronunciation. The teachers, using the double S, Missouri, get big pushback from Missourians who think this pronunciation sounds too uppity. It's an early version of pioneer identity politics. Charles Harrington Elster is the author of The Big Book of Beastly Mispronunciations and a self-proclaimed language maven. He says a now-forgotten tussle over coastal elitism
2: was pretty heated at the time. It was pushing for those two s's in the middle to be pronounced sibilantly the hissing s rather than the z sound the soft sound so probably if you polled people in the state today there might be somebody who's 105 <laughs> who can remember the day when some people said missouri or missura and there was a movement in the late 19th and early 20th century mostly from easterners to try to enforce that hissing S pronunciation, Missouri. And it, it failed, of course, dismally, because people as prominent as Walter Williams, uh, editor of the Columbia Missouri Herald and later president of the University of Missouri, called that, that attempt to, to implant that hissing S a fad, a monstrosity, tasting of codfish and baked beans. So he had it out for Bostonians. People actually
0: called Walter Williams, and this is a title, quote, the originator of the Missouri pronunciation argument in town. He publishes not one, but two newspaper editions defending the Missouri pronunciation and deeming it the pronunciation to be used. And no, it isn't just a slow news month. Prominent Missourians in the 1890s are very passionate about this fight. These issues are filled with fervent editorials from superintendents, judges, state officers, farmers, dozens of other newspapers around the state and more. And all are up in arms about how to say Missouri. It is Missouri. That is the verdict of the people of the state, and they ought to know. The action of the Columbia School Board in declaring that the proper pronunciation of the name of this Imperial Commonwealth is Missouri and not Missouri has been commented on by
2: nearly every Missourian. Columbia, Missouri Herald newspaper. I make no claims for being right. This is the pronunciation I heard when I was a boy. It is the pronunciation of a majority of the businessmen and plain people of our state especially so with those to the manor born as I am. Henry L. Gray stands up for Missouri.
3: Thomas H. Benton pronounced it Missouri, but he is dead and turned to clay, and we cheerfully accept Missouri, the new pronunciation fathered by editor Walter Williams of the Columbia Herald, Sedalia Sentinel.
0: Even the dictionaries during this time are duking it out. They list different pronunciations year after year after year. So clearly, no one even knew what to say. This takes us to the early 20th century. Now, the state's identity crisis becomes about Missouri and Missouri. Another identity battle takes the stage. This time, the battle lines divide at least three ways, rural and urban, southern and northern, and education and socioeconomic influences. Let's dive deeper into these identity-centered conflicts. There's often disagreement over whether Missouri and Missouri are Northern or Southern or rural or urban in origin. Matthew Gordon is an English professor and director of the linguistics program at the University of Missouri. He says there's some confusion about which regions can actually claim their respective pronunciations.
3: From a national perspective, Missouri, as a pronunciation, was the majority form in places like Iowa and Nebraska, as well as in places like Arkansas and you know, more southern states.
0: So it's kind of funny that Missouri has the connotation of being
3: you know, less yeah. educated, and actually it wasn't, and, and southern possibly, but it's not. It's not historically southern, but because in many parts of the country today, sort of southern cultural norms, values, however you want to define it, have really been become more widespread as rural as opposed to just southern. And in fact, in the south, the divisions, as in, as in Missouri, the divisions are really between urban and rural populations. It does fit in with, these, with this sort of larger cultural shift of equating ruralness with, uh, with southerness.
0: And on top of this common misconception that Missouri is a rural and southern pronunciation, there's another stigma related to pronunciation. It comes into play after World War II and its education.
3: My guess is that post-World War II would be sort of the start of the trajectory where people become much more sensitive to uh, that, that difference. Just because the the dynamics of lots of sociolinguistic things in the United States have changed since, since World War II. So, you know, increased levels of education. And since um, education is the primary vector that we have for making people feel bad about the way they speak, that really works. So the more, the more common it is for people to complete high school, to be exposed to those attitudes about right or wrong when it comes to grammar or when it comes to pronunciation, the more that that stuff's going to kind of uh, sink in.
0: By now, you're probably starting to see just why it's so difficult for Missourians to know what the name of their state signals about them. And it really all boils down to identity. There's one notable group of people that is extra aware of the stigmas we just talked about. And you probably guessed, it's politicians. Kit Bond knew. And former Governor Jay Nixon switched his pronunciation all the time.
2: I, Jeremiah Wilson Nixon. It's
0: 2009, and Jay Nixon is getting sworn in as governor of Missouri.
2: And the Constitution of the state of Missouri. And to demean
0: he uses both pronunciations within 15 seconds of each other at the inauguration.
3: Governor of the state of Missouri. So help me God. So help me God.
2: Congratulations. I want to speak a few moments about my family.
0: Fast forward to 2018, outgoing U.S. Senator Claire McCaskill gives her farewell speech on the Senate floor.
2: My family, I like to call Missouri or Missouri. We argue about it a lot.
0: Now we're back in our time machine and it's 1992. Good
2: evening and welcome to the
1: first of three debates.
0: Jim Lehrer is moderating the Bush-Clinton-Perot presidential debate in St. Louis. But Lair starts a debate of his own that night. He says Missouri in the introduction. The
2: campus of Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri. Then he concludes by saying Missouri. From Washington University in
1: St. Louis, Missouri, I'm Jim Lara. Thank you and good night.
0: People notice this distinct usage of different pronunciations from a national broadcaster and confront Lair about it. He's a graduate of Walter Williams' Missouri School of Journalism. His response? that it's a signal to his friends back home that he knows how the Missouri Tigers pronounce the word. James Harris is a political strategist in Missouri who has worked with many Republican campaigns. He told us more about how politicians use the pronunciation of Missouri to signal certain things to voters. So we talked about visual-wise. How about being an accessible candidate using language? What's word choices? What's the strategy there?
4: I don't know if there's much as much of a strategy, but trying to make sure you're connecting on the words you're choosing. Often, you'll candidates will do message testing, and it's really phrases, things that voters connect with. As far as the strategy on your polling, through polling, learning what are the words and messages that really connect with voters, and using those because if you're talking, you might you want to make sure they under they're understanding what you're wanting to say.
0: Right. And the, the whole um, focal point of, of what we're going on in this episode is the use of Missouri versus Missouri and what that connotes uh, when you're speaking to different audiences. And what's the strategy? Is there a strategy that's ever been employed that uses those two uh, pronunciations?
4: Absolutely. And, and it's going back more than 100 years in the state. Oh, by uh, <laughs> uh Back in the, you know 1907, there was, uh, I think, a resolution. They wanted to have the, the official pronunciation of the state. And it was like, and then they wanted to say, so Missouri, I think a little different. You know, I was told, I don't know this, that Kit Bond had pulled it at one point to figure out what's the right way to say it. And what I've found over time in St. Louis, more people probably say Missouri, pronounce it. If you're from the southern part of the state, you'd probably say a little missouri I've not, in my career, I've not had one poll where someone has said, let's check
0: how we say it. James Harris and other political strategists are familiar with the Kit bond polling legend that may actually be a myth. But there were two small-scale pronunciation surveys in the Midwest Motorist magazine around the time Bond was in office that somewhat explained this confusion. Missouri won in both the 1976 survey and the 1989 survey for most age groups in most parts of the state, but it's unclear how accurate these surveys were. Now that we understand the history of this debate, it's time to ask, why is it that Missourians still cannot decide the correct way to pronounce their state's name? Today, Missouri and Missouri are used to signal a lot of different things, all related to identity. And social media is only intensifying this divide. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Making this podcast and untangling complicated folklore tales takes time and money. So if you value this kind of journalism and storytelling, consider going to KBIA.org and click the Donate button. You're listening to KBIA 91.3 FM. Now, back to Show Me the State and the story of Missouri or Missouri. Nowadays, Missouri and Missouri create an identity divide of sorts, but it signals hundreds of things. It's not as simple as it was back then. So, how do people use the terms today? And why does identity matter? There are three things people typically are trying to signal by using different pronunciations today. We'll talk with Matthew Gordon about how using Missouri can signal you're in the know or a local. We'll also talk about some social media anecdotes about the way people use Missouri to signal the backwoods country. And finally, how Missouri and Missouri can be used to signal what political direction you
3: lean in, like Kit Bond mentioned earlier in the episode. It sort of lost its primary associations with being from a particular part of the state, and it's acquired all of these other social meanings. So
0: it's not always negative either. Sometimes, you know, we were talking about trying to use a certain term because you wanted to sound like you were in the know or you yeah. were from the area is that still the case now is it growing that direction
3: i think in yeah so we, we would expect that in some communities among some people that they would you know it's possible that maybe their parents or grandparents weren't missouri speakers but because they want to identify with missouri as opposed to missouri that they have sort of adopted that in their own speech it's not you know, the way that people's speech changes over the course of their life is is sort of limited, but this is such a very clearly obvious feature that people are aware of and talk about. So it's the kind of thing that you might expect someone to change. You know, much in the same way that a lot of people, you know, a lot of students come to Mizzou and they were used to drinking pop, but because there's so many people from St. Louis and other parts of the state where they say soda, that they were um, made to uh, change their speech, right? So changing from saying pop to saying soda, you could find a parallel word changing from saying Missouri to Missouri or vice versa.
0: And Gordon's taken this modern identity question one step further. He actually conducts Twitter research on what people are trying to signal by using different
3: pronunciations on social media. So there's some interesting research that's done using geocoded tweets and finding out like, oh, well, this word popped up in Atlanta and everyone in Atlanta and then sort of throughout the southeast and then it sort of exploded and people in Chicago started using it, people in L.A. started using it. And then eventually, you know, you get to Idaho and Missouri and other uh, places. But it's really interesting to trace how those words spread. That's one area where social media in particular has really um, uh, changed the linguistic landscape. Definitely sounds like it expedites the uh, spread of it. Yeah, right. Because in the past, you know, things would travel through maybe films or through music. Um, but that doesn't—that that isn't generated nearly as quickly as, as social media. So have you looked at um, how people use Missouri, Missouri on Twitter? I have been collecting some examples of that. I haven't done a, a full-blown analysis of that, but there are some interesting things that you see there, which, which really sort of confirm some of these impressions that we've been discussing here. So it's common to see people use this, because, of, of course, if you're spelling it with an A at the end, and that's really what I've been looking for, um, that's a clear marker that you're trying to signal that pronunciation. So it's interesting to see, like, well, when people spell Missouri with an A at the end, what kinds of comments are they making? And uh, frankly, a lot of the tweets are responding to some public figure who used the pronunciation Missouri, and so they they will say it's not Missouri, it's Missouri. They're very they're trying to correct someone, usually an outsider. But I, there are another set that I think are really interesting where people are sort of using the pronunciation Missouri to comment on something, and clearly to convey these values that only in some parts of the state or only certain kinds of people uh, say Missouri. One that I just came across was really interesting. It was a it was a retweet of an article, and the only content of the retweet was Missouri. That's all it said. But the article they were retweeting was, I think it was a CNN story about someone from rural Missouri who had a glass eye and he had Trump printed on his glass eye. I don't know the background. I didn't click on the story, but like, so here's, so it was a Trump supporter from somewhere in, in Missouri who had loved the president so much that he put his name on his glass eye. That's what I read from the headline. And the comment was Missouri. Right. So I don't know who the the guy who was retweeting it was from. But what's he trying to convey? You think? Yeah. So so to me that was like you know let's say this guy's from St. Louis or he's from Kansas City or he's from some from some larger urban center. Like he's saying, well, out in that part of the state, these are the kinds of dumb things that people do out. There.
0: People use different pronunciations to convey information about others, or in the case of some Twitter users, to convey information about themselves. Historically, people were signaling geographical differences, rural or urban backgrounds, and educational status. These were simpler signals about identity. Now, people use Missouri or Missouri to show whether they're a local, or to describe the rural part of the state in a pejorative way. But it's different now. In fact, people even change which pronunciation they use based on who's around. That's called code switching. Code switching is when people alter their pronunciation or language cues around certain groups of people. Politicians are the masters of code switching, but we all do it. So if you normally say Missouri, code switching would be saying Missouri around your friend who says Missouri. Like all code-switching, sometimes this is intentional, and sometimes it's unintentional. To add to the code-switching confusion, we know politicians are aware of their pronunciation. But, like Kit Bond said, your political Missouri friends are also likely to use one or the other to get their point across, whether they watch Fox or MSNBC. The political climate in the state and the nation adds to our own complex identity that is signaled by Missouri or Missouri.
2: In St. Louis, Missouri, of the state of Missouri. My family, I like to call Missouri. The world is Missouri and not Missouri. Missouri or Missouri. Or Missouri. Or Missouri. Or Missouri. 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 state of Missouri.
1: I'm from Missouri. Missouri.
2: We argue about it a lot.
0: So let's go back to the original question. Why can't Missourians decide the correct way to pronounce their state? It turns out we haven't come very far since the 1897 newspaper debates of Walter Williams and Friends. They got nowhere, and it's looking like we won't either. This is partly because it's not really a debate anymore. It's more of a agree to disagree thing and a this is my identity versus your identity thing. So the pronunciation confusion is ingrained in our state's identity. The show me state is a blend of cultures and people who value their own tradition and culture, and they're going to pronounce it the way they want to. Frankly, it seems we'll never know just who's right, those who say Missouri or those who say Missouri, and maybe that's okay. Show Me The State is produced at KBIA at the Missouri School of Journalism. Betsy Smith produced this episode. Janet Saidi helped edit it. The supervising producer and reporter is me, Christopher Husted. Our managing editor is Ryan Fumuliner. Our theme music and original scoring was created by Columbia band Loose Loose. Special thanks in this episode to our newspaper voice actors, Takiya Thomas, Roger Kowalski, and Janet Saidi. Thanks also to the Reynolds Journalism Institute and to the Kinder Institute on Constitutional Democracy.